Welcome to the LinkedIn Lounge Podcast Season 2. There are many buzzwords that are floating around LinkedIn, talking about workplace culture, work-life balance, quiet quitting, quiet firing, the great resignation, and we're here to dive in and talk about what it is employees want and how employers are trying to meet their employees where they're at. So don't multitask while you listen to this. Sit down, get focused, and put in those earbuds. Let's get started. Welcome to the LinkedIn Lounge Podcast. Today we have with us Caitlin Richard. She is a career coach and personal brand strategist. Welcome to the show, Caitlin. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. It's really wonderful to have you. You come very highly recommended. I know you have a lot of really valuable experience, so I'm excited to dive into this conversation today. I wanted to start and ask, uh, your company is called Crafted Careers, and how did you come up with that title? I love the word crafted. Yes, yes. You know what? You were the first person that I've ever done a podcast with that has ever asked me that question. And so um, I actually spent a lot of time really uh, thinking through, okay, what did I want to name my business? And the truth is for me, like, number one, I love the alliteration of it. But um, at the end of the day, I really think that there's so much value in people being intentional with their careers, right? Our career impacts so much (laughs) of our lives. We spend so much of our time working. And when we are willing to be really intentional about who we work for, who we work with, the work that we're doing, um, that's when we're really able to thrive. And so that word crafted I feel like really embodies that intentionality piece of it. So that was kind of where that all came from. Yeah, it's a great explanation. And when I think about it, I really think of building something put together that almost has an artistic element to it. Like I'm choosing this, I'm crafting it out the way that I want it to be. And I know, I know cookie cutter is an expression we use probably too much, but it's like, no, there is no cookie cutter career and you're moving away from that, right? It's like you're picking up the tools and building it together yourself. So I love, I love the name. That's really cool. Um, And when, (laughs) yeah, when did you start your business? So I started my business um, officially in April of 2021. So it's been about a year and a half now um, since I really launched it all out. And what caused you to move into career coaching? Yeah. So my background is in recruiting and talent acquisition. That is where I've spent the majority of my career. And there were so many things that I really did love about recruiting. I absolutely loved working with job seekers. I loved um, getting to be a part of the journey of helping people land jobs at companies they're really excited about. Um, but the reality is at the end of the day, when you're a recruiter, um, you're, you're really working for the hiring manager. You're working for the company, right? Like the, your hands are a little bit tied when it comes to how much you can do, um, specifically for the job seekers that you're, you're building these relationships with. And so, um, in the midst of COVID, um, I was actually furloughed from my recruiting role. And, um, as scary as that was, it, it's really what provided me that opportunity to step back, to reflect to do some career coaching myself, like work with a career coach um, and just get a little bit of that clarity around 
what is it that I wanted to be intentional about when it came to my career? And so I, I, I joke that I pivoted from, you know, hashtag team hiring manager over here to a hashtag team job seeker. <laughs> and, um, and now I get to do the full journey with the job seekers, you know, um, that I get to work with. I get to see it all the way through, right? Yeah. And I love that. And that's one reason why I'm excited to have you share your experience because you have seen both sides of the coin and what it looks like to be on the recruiting side and now really helping these job seekers. So how is Crafted Careers, I know you talked a little bit about it in the name of your business, but how is it different than other career coach? Because I know there are so many options out there, which is really wonderful because everyone kind of has their niche and people really do look for a specific thing that they need help with when it comes to that, you know, seeking that new role. So how, how are you unique compared to other career coaches? Yeah, great question. So, I mean, I really tap into my recruiting background when it comes to the way that I have built out my, my career coaching program. And, you know, the truth is, you know, having been on the other side, there were so many things I saw when it came to um, what were the strategies that were actually the most effective, right? What were the things that were really going to move the needle? Um, and so I, I tell people that my, my career coaching methods um, are not necessarily focused on the traditional job search methods. And it's not to say that anything is like wrong with those. And for some people, that is the best route and that's great. Um, but for me personally, um, I really, really value um, helping job seekers lean into the relational aspect of their career and the personal branding aspect. Because the truth is, it's not just about this next career transition, this next job search. This is about how do you really set yourself up for success long term in your career, right? Like, how are you crafting your career with kind of um, that long term in mind? And those are always going to be the two things. Um, that are really going to make the biggest difference when it comes to um, just that long-term career trajectory as number one, who have you built meaningful relationships and connections with? And how are you presenting yourself, right? When it comes to your personal brand, what are you known for? What do people associate you with? What do they equate you with, right? Um, So that ultimately you can kind of create this career insurance policy for when the worst case scenario happens and plays out, right? You have something to fall back on. And really that's kind of where my heart is at is how do I help people, not just with the immediate career transition, which these, these strategies absolutely do, you know, work for that, but ultimately how do we set you up for success in the long run? I think the term long-term career is really interesting Cause I'm pretty sure most people, especially I know I had this just coming out of college was like, okay, apply for a job. And I wasn't even like thinking about stepping stones in my career. It right. was just like, totally. just, just do it, like get a job and it'll be fine. And maybe I'll be there for 40 years. I don't know. But just yep. even like having the perspective and mindset of like long-term career, this might not be the place. So I want to make every aspect of this journey really valuable. Right. And so, and that's what you're saying. The personal branding comes in. So I wanted to ask you, what's the real reason why we should care about personal branding? Because we hear it all the time, like, oh, your personal brand, like you need a personal brand. Okay. But like, what's the why behind that? Like, why should you actually really care when we say, when you hear that or read that? 
Yeah. I mean, I think my answer to that is you're going to have access to opportunities that you would never have access to. Otherwise, your personal brand really does open up doors, um, doors that like you would never even be able to imagine or envision. Um, And so a lot of it has to do with, you know, kind of like being open handed like this, if we're willing to build our personal brand, we kind of get to go like this and see, you know, um, what what opportunities arise as a result. Um, so yeah, that, that would be my answer to the question. <laughs> I just want to go, boom. <laughs> it's like a yes. mic drop there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah. it's so, it's it's so the, true. Yeah. I was gonna say, well, it's one of those things. It's like hard to imagine it. Like when you haven't done it yet, if that makes sense, because personal writing does feel like this very vague thing and it's a buzzword and, you know, everyone's saying it, build your brand, build your brand. Um, but as soon as people do start to build it, it's pretty crazy how quickly it can snowball um, into things that uh, you're like, wow, I hadn't even like thought about the idea of doing that type of role or working for this specific company, Um, but the doors will open. So Mm -hmm. you'll have more options that way. (laughs) And I'm sure this is where LinkedIn is also really powerful. Like I know you're like quite successful on LinkedIn. You have a large following, you've got amazing content. And so um, would you say that LinkedIn is a pretty instrumental part of that personal branding? Or would you say that it's only like one tool in your toolbox? I mean, I would say when it comes to your career, ideally, it is the primary tool of of where you're building your brand. Um, just the way that LinkedIn is is designed, it is specifically designed for connection. It is designed for visibility, right? It is the place that when people think about career and they think about job searching or they think about finding someone to fill a role, like that is the place that they're going to. And it's not to say you can't build a personal brand in other ways or you know, on other platforms or using other mediums, you can, you truly can. But I would argue that LinkedIn should be kind of the the thing that's anchoring your personal brand. And that's something I just love to hear. <laughs> it's like, yes, you should. Okay? Like, <laughs> rah, rah, we all, we love, we support LinkedIn. We love LinkedIn. So we let's dive in. That is LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you don't know until you've been on it and experienced it, right? Right. So let's kind of dive in then on this, um, the perspective of LinkedIn on the recruiter side and then the job seeker side. So you're telling us from a career coach perspective, absolutely, you know, thinking long-term career, you should be on LinkedIn. It should be your primary tool. What about from a recruiter's perspective? Would you have said the same thing prior to 2021? And I know LinkedIn has changed a lot too over the last two years that we can't deny that, but even given that, would you have said the same thing before turning? Yeah. Coach. I would have. I probably would have said it in different terms, in different ways. But the truth is, as a recruiter, I spent the majority of my time on LinkedIn, right? Like, what's funny is, you know, I, I, I have been hanging out on LinkedIn for as long as I have been in the recruiting talent acquisition space. Now, I was not necessarily being active on it in the ways that I am now, right? Like, in hindsight, it's 2020, um, in terms of like, what that could have meant if I chosen to do that. But in terms of like, how I was finding job seekers, how I was finding people um, to, you know, reach out to them and pursue them for roles and opportunities. It was LinkedIn. And those who were willing to be active on the platform had greater visibility. It was easier for me to find them. Um, It was more likely I was going to reach out to them when I could tell that they were active versus, you know, just um, 
wasting my time, not knowing if they even checked their LinkedIn, right? Um, and so, yes, I would have said being active on LinkedIn is absolutely going to up your visibility as a recruiter. And now as a career coach, I'm going to say that even more adamantly of the more visible we can make you, right? The more eyeballs that we can get on you, the more opportunities that you're going to have available to you and the doors that are going to open. Exactly. I, I am a huge uh, supporter of, of that. And would you even dare to tell or suggest to recruiters or talent acquisition teams that they should be on LinkedIn with their own content? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. A thousand percent. It is one of my, you know, like I said, hindsight 2020, one of my biggest regrets was like, holy cow, my life would have been so much easier as a recruiter had I been active on the platform, right? In the ways that like I'm, you know, championing job seekers to do now, if I had been leaning into that back in that season, um, I I can only can imagine what my experience would have been as a recruiter, but it certainly would have made my job a lot easier um, than, than what it was without me being truly active on it. So why do you think you weren't doing that as a recruiter? Was it because it wasn't in line with compliance or there just wasn't this culture of sharing on LinkedIn the way there is now? Like what held you back? Yeah, I, you know, I think honestly, I was ignorant. I really had no idea what posting content, creating content would would have meant. It wasn't that it was discouraged. It wasn't that... Um, you know, I was fearful about it. I think I literally just was clueless. And it was easy to think that content creation was for someone else. It was just so easy to have that mindset. And so, um, so I did, I was a lurker. I have been a lurker on LinkedIn now for the majority of my career, right? And it's only been in the last year and a half, really, that I have come out from the shadows and said, nope, no more lurking. I will be engaging. And um, yeah, I, I really just think um, I, I didn't know. I really didn't get it back then. Yeah. And what advice would you give to a recruiter or like talent acquisition lead today? Like if, I mean, if you could encourage them to publish on LinkedIn and they had this fear surrounding it, what would you tell them? Yeah. You know, I always tell people like tiptoe in, right? Like start with just simply engaging with other people's content that's on LinkedIn, right? That's, you know, feels much less risky. It feels much less vulnerable, but it's still starts to cultivate and curate that visibility that ultimately we're hoping for. It's going to start to build those connections, those relationships, simply by engaging with other people, whether that's job seekers that you see posting, whether that's other talent acquisition people, um, you know, that's just people in general that are working at cool companies that you think are awesome doing cool things. It doesn't really matter, right? Start by simply engaging. And what you'll find is that in doing that, the idea of creating your own content will come much more easily. You'll be able to take comments that you've made and turn that into content, right? Um, And that fear will start to dissipate to the point where you just won't even think about pushing the post button. It'll just come so easily to you. So, but you know, the first post is the hardest. I tell people it's like a bandaid, just rip it off and just do it, right? Like just put it out there. Doesn't matter. (laughs) And it'll get easier every single time that you do. So I'll be super honest and say in in all of my career, I've never really done a lot of job seeking uh, for various reasons, at least not traditionally. And just recently, I've kind of been looking at some job opportunities and I'll kind of see, you know, I'm, I'm looking and I can see who's, you know, the hiring lead for that job. 
And it's incredibly frustrating because now that I'm very active on LinkedIn, I kind of go down these rabbit holes and I'm like, there is nothing here about this company. And it kind of personally, it drives me a little bit nuts because, you know, I'm all like rah, rah, LinkedIn, right? Like post your content, share, let's see. But there's very little activity and very little content. And so um, when you help your clients look for a job, can you ever say that you run into this problem as well? Like, do you suggest, okay, we're going to like do a little bit of research on this company. And then you find that they're not sharing anything. And you're like, all right, well, I've got my other strategies lined up. So we're going to go down those routes. But do you ever run into something similar where you're like, if only they were sharing more content or engaging, there'd be more ways to connect with them on different levels. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it really is a missed opportunity for the companies that are choosing not to participate um, or haven't been willing to share or or, aren't prioritizing sharing, right? Um, Because the truth is, like, if you want to land a job that you really love, right, like one that's in alignment that where you're going to get to thrive, um, you need to make sure as a job seeker that that company and the people that work there are going to be able to provide you with the things that you need, that 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 alignment really will be there. And so I always tell job seekers, this is a two-way street. Um, But so often job seekers are coming up against this wall of, I think this company sounds cool. Like their product sounds great. Like maybe their career page on their website, like sounds good, but I'm having trouble getting a real sense of, you know, are these just words on a page or are these actual lived out values? Um, and so, you know, companies, if, if they can open up a little bit more and if they can empower their people even that work at the companies, right, to be sharing content and to be sharing insight into what it's really like to work there, that's only going to encourage and empower job seekers and then really fuel them potentially with that desire of, wow, okay, if only I could work for that company right there, right? Yeah, to be an influencer on a small scale, right? Because we're all yeah. influencing someone and you never know who's totally. going to see that and be inspired by you. Would you be yeah. as bold to say that an executive should focus on their personal brand within the company? Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah, a thousand percent. And you know, all of the stats are there, right? Surrounding... um you know, consumers and that people are actually way more attracted and more willing to purchase a product um, or to be excited about a brand, right? If they're hearing it from the people themselves at the company versus from a company page, right? Like the company LinkedIn page or the company Instagram or the company Facebook. Um, There's just something about it that feels more real. It feels it's easier to connect with a human Right. Um, and, and and for executives to be taking lead on this and leading by example and then encouraging, empowering their people to do the same thing, um, that is only elevating that brand's visibility um, for the good, for the positive. And it ends up being a win win, too. Right. Um, for both leaders and for employees themselves when they're empowered to build out their brands. You just made me think of uh, the who runs the Instagram account, Adam Mosseri. Is that his name? I, I'm not, I'm going to forget it now, but he's always on there sharing the updates in person and like, and then mm-hmm. everyone is sharing his content. But even when it's yeah. negative, like Instagram will come out with an update that everyone's upset about it. 
but it, he's still like the face of Instagram. He's sharing the news yes. and people are still sharing it. And it like starts up this discussion and then he'll come back on with another video saying like, I heard your feedback. We know this is your concern. So I think they just yeah. do like a really good example of highlighting this. I know yeah. maybe it's not applicable to every single company on that type of level or in the way of sharing, but it's a great example of like, yes, like the CEO can be the executive, like can be the face of the business yes. very quite literally. <laughs> yes. Yes. For real. Yeah. And I mean, I would say they should be, but you know, every, every brain is a little bit different, but yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah. <laughs> from a job seekers perspective, like what you've seen with your clients, if you could give advice to companies to help them find these top talent people out there eager to find a job that aligns with them and they just know it's a good match. What advice would you give a company in order to help these job seekers? Yeah, the best recruiters at your company are your employees. It's not actually your recruiters. Um, and I'm saying that as a former recruiter, right? Um, you know, from from the flip side, some of the strategies that I'm encouraging job seekers to use are Start having conversations with people that work at companies you're curious about. Like learn about the day-to-day, -day. learn about what's hard, learn about what they love, learn about the company's flat sides, right? Like get that real talk so that once again, you can be empowered as a job seeker. And so if companies were willing to empower and encourage their people to be proactively having conversations with with talent out there, you know, that are job seeking or are curious or open, whatever that might be, right? Like that's through those types of relationships, that's how you really bring in top talent, right? Like that's how you bring in the type of people um, that, that are going to want to stay, um, that, are, that you're going to be able to retain more easily, right? That are really bought into the mission, the vision, the values, all of those things. And that's just a win-win on both ends, right? Ultimately, this is about matchmaking. And we want to make exactly. sure that it's a good match. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we I always say you have to do the breadcrumbing, right? You have to give them something in order to build that relationship. And so if you see your employees as an asset, and you allow them to breadcrumb, then you'll get really positive results. Well, Caitlin, if someone would like to work with you or connect with you, what advice do you have for us where they can be part of the crafted careers community? Yes, find me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the absolute best place to connect with me, follow along, shoot me a message, introduce yourself. I would love to get to meet you, hear a little bit about your story, what you're dreaming about when it comes to your career, and then talk about the ways we might be able to partner together and help make it happen. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And I will definitely link your LinkedIn account in the show notes and your website as well. Thank you for joining me on this conversation today on the LinkedIn Lounge. Thank you.